Yep, right there. That's when I hit <laughs> oh God. As he died. I swallowed I swallowed my water down the wrong pipe. Yeah? Your water? <laughs> is that what we're drinking up. now? You're you're getting back to the, the water drinking? Water is the grown up drink, James. It is a grown up drink. Yeah. You know what else is a grown up drink? Um, other, other things and well you know what okay uh i so i was drinking coffee and yeah. not to like not to be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but i was drinking coffee when i was you know young and i know that's not good that's not good <laughs> that's, that's not good that's very not but i was good. but i loved coffee i loved coffee when i was really? like very young still living in florida and I it was had... that and it wasn't even like good it was like that instant coffee Ugh. Shit, you know that tastes like cigarette butts I was like really into it, man. Oh man, yeah. My it's funny because some kids like they they my son being one of them. He wants to he tries to sneak my coffee. Um, like I don't. And the only reason he ever tasted it was because I have a friend who lives in New Hampshire, and she has this very high energy son as well. They're kindred right. spirits, and I'm like sometimes I just don't know what to do with him. And she's like, yo. Just sneak a little bit of coffee in his bottle. I'm like, nah. She like try it. That's and it worked, bro. Oh my gosh, that's like people. Uh, I can't remember who was telling me this. I but like in China, mm-hmm. they like you slip a little vodka in <laughs> like baby drinks to like oh, whatever because there's no there's no like like drinking age or whatever. Right. Um. Just so terrifying. so they just like do it. Yeah. And, so, I mean, like. Like I said, when she told me to give him coffee, I'm like, that's insane because that make him even more crazy. She's like, no, he's going to ask to take a nap. I'm like, that's right. crazy. He did. Like, he, I legit, he's, I've done it a couple times and he'll, every time, he's like, I'm tired. I'm like, sweet. Right. So good. Well, you know, it hasn't worked when we recorded our podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should try it. I, I don't, I haven't done it that many times because I feel like. I don't I'm know. Like, is he, is he system. past? Is he past the point of where it's gonna do anything? Make, do anything? I like, mean, last like time a, I tried a certain it, it worked. Okay, well, sure. Um, <laughs> I guess you got to try that next time then when we record. This. Well, coffee, like for me, like I don't get jittery on coffee. Like I can, no. I can drink coffee before I go to bed. I know we we talked about yeah. the don't even get me started. I I don't yeah. think coffee works. It hasn't worked for me. I think it's it's a it just affects people differently. I think it's a joke. There's a tolerance level to it. I think too. Sure. Um, I mean, you said you're drinking it since you were a kid, so you're probably. Oh my god, maybe. Yeah, what? that's probably. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I didn't realize, and like this is like a big. Hey James, your your dummy moment. Oh no! Uh, I didn't realize that. Like, and not that I. So don't worry, I haven't been doing this, but I just like sort of found it out. What? That if you just take like painkillers, ibuprofen, and, and stuff, you yeah. you can build an immunity or like or like a resistance, and it doesn't affect you as as much. You did not know that. I didn't. Know that. James, that's the whole reason I was addicted to painkillers in high school. Oh my god! I did I, not know it. Yeah, because I was it, like I had actual pain. And so I I take ibuprofen and then after a few months it wasn't working anymore, oh and my I God. I didn't like want to destroy my liver taking ibuprofen so I go to my doctor and then he gave me no- Motrin and then after a few months Motrin wasn't working and then he gave me um uh naproxen and then naproxen didn't work and then he gave me uh hydrocodone and I even had morphine one time <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, it it this that's why people get addicted, especially with narcotics, because they build up a tolerance and you can't feel the effects anymore, and right, and you're still in I, pain. 
I just didn't. I just had no clue. I was like, yeah. oh, it's drugs. They'll work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not and, like and that. And I, um, one of, the, I mean, the, I didn't. F- it, it was kind of like a coincidence moment, mm-hmm. um, where like I learned that, and then you know, yesterday I was watching the act on hulu have you seen this show i have not um is um, that is that about um the lady with munchausen by proxy? yes yeah. that's a, you got you nailed it munchausen yeah. by proxy um which crazy stuff it's really um, crazy and so as i as i was watching i, I just like read the actual thing because i that's what i do and it's like maybe it's maybe like a buzzkill for some people but i like reading about like if I know it's like based on a, on real events. Oh yeah, me I, too. I I read it before. I read right. like what actually happened before, because then I can like connect the dots a little bit yeah, better yeah, and yeah, see no. like what actually totally happened and, and whatever. Um, big story so, and true crime for sure. Yeah. Uh. So when I was reading like the reports and like the Wikipedia article and all this mm-hmm. stuff, um, I was like clear cut. Uh, this girl, like the the mom was horrible and she deserved it or whatever you know Mm -hmm. no nobody deserves to die but like right but as i was watching the show it like frames it in a very different way like maybe she didn't deserve to die and like i mean and like and like nobody deserves to die no one deserves no i don't know i've heard uh, people like albert fish deserve to die what i i mean true (laughs) what what i didn't realize is how old and frail the mom was when she got murdered mm-hmm. like i i i, I didn't that's, realize that's I, what frames it differently where you're like oh does she have to murder her can she just run away right but at and at the and same course, time you gotta think that there was like this strong codependency at this point exactly and yeah, so like in, the, when you're in that situation you're thinking there's no way out especially if she thought like because gypsy rose really did think I'm I am sick in some way. Like she knew that she probably could walk, but like she didn't think that she could survive without somebody else. Well, at the time that the murder happened, obviously she didn't believe it anymore. Right. Like, obviously her eyes were open and so she was like, This this um, girl, this hoe right here. Right. Uh, and yeah. It's you know It's, it's a sickness. It's a sick it, Munchausen it by proxy is like it, it's such an evil I mean, anything that has to do with kids, in my opinion, because a lot of mothers that get it, they they cause their kids like all this tremendous pain for sympathy and attention for them, you know. And so right. it it just like like I there was one chick I heard about that put glass in her kids' baby bottle oh just God. so she could get attention. Like I'm like you're you're a horrible person, you know. Yeah. And the it's... fact is like. Yeah, she didn't deserve to die, but at the same time, like she did so many awful things to this little girl. Like, yeah, and you gotta think about that building up, and when she finally realized none of it was real, imagine right. just like the rage you must have felt. Like, I lost all my hair. You shaved my hair off. I lost right. my teeth because you're giving me these injections that I wasn't supposed to have. Right. Like, I've been in a wheelchair all my life. I never got to talk to boys. Like all this stuff. Like, right. Didn't have a normal life just because you wanted attention. So it's know. true. And and again, like there's not not to spoil anything, but like the show again like d- digs more into the mom's like psyche past. Yeah. And like how and like, you know, her mom wasn't like a saint either. No. Yeah, and um, I mean, James, that's usually how it starts. With any Yeah, right. And you look at tr- true crime and most of the time it's it's a cycle of, of abuse or 
or whatever you want to call it. And it just trickles down. And, you know, you look at uh, Ted Bundy was a great example. Yeah, he true. his his parents are were not great and he was raised with his mom thinking his mom was like his sister or his aunt or something. It was actually his mother and like, you know. Right. But at the same time, like just because you had a horrible upbringing, you still have a choice between like, yeah, I can deal with this in a in like a mature way or like go to therapy or something or I can go out and kill people who look like my ex- my ex-girlfriend. Like, no. The, right. the, because they didn't do uh, anything to you. <laughs> so yeah. we we can come back and revisit this topic because yeah, this I'm is actually like really <laughs> interesting, and yeah. I have like lots of thoughts about it. Yes. So like maybe maybe we can return to this, but um we do have we do have a docket. Oh, we have a podcast right now. Um, whoa, my god! Oh, hey, yeah, holy wow. crap! Hey, yeah, Hi. how's that extra long introduction <laughs> for Hi, guys. the extra long podcast? Ooh, Ooh yeah. let's get into it. What up, let's guys? Just, let's, let's get into it. Dive in. Uh, <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yeah. Welcome to the episode number 10 of the Molly and Jim White podcast. So exciting! Right now, you're probably looking down at the timeline, and you're either seeing two hours long, or you're seeing part one of two. Yes. Uh, We got some special... Probably, honestly. That's probably what's going to end up happening. But uh, we got some special stuff for you today, because this is... We we're ten episodes old, Molly. Can you even believe it? I honestly I can't. It's it's been a whirlwind, James. It really it, has. So much has happened, literally, <laughs> like in the podcast and in the world, yeah. uh, and to us yes. since we started this, which wasn't even that long ago. We, it wasn't. We, what, we, we started at the end of January. I was. I was. You were in New York with your big city job. I was in in georgia with my no job and now i actually have been making money consistently every week now yeah, ooh, yeah, look at you. yeah. yeah. and um, and uh, i'm i was not an engaged woman and now i am no now you are <sighs> exciting crazy times yeah um so, so i don't know i i i wanted to um take take a moment take to moment. look back <laughs> on on some of the some of the best moments from our our first 10 episodes uh which i'm sure in like by the end of this year will seem like a very small so insignificant amount but those of you who have been listening since the beginning you got you you we have some we got some inside jokes we got some things that that we we will always cherish as we look forward to uh season two of the Molly and Jim Boy Season podcast. Two. <laughs> Season two. Hey. Of the Molly and Jim what Boy podcast. What will our heroes do next? Who knows? Stay, but stay tuned for season two. It's true. Um. Uh. Which but yeah, I for, because of COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have to talk about that. Okay. But um, let's let's look back. Yeah. We we started the very first podcast. Uh, we recorded. Like in January, like I said, mm-hmm. did it go up in January? Hold on, let me, let me look back. Uh, I think it uh, went out the last week in January. Yeah, January twenty sixth, last yeah. week of January. So we we recorded it like 
no so the way the way that these these uh podcasts have been going usually is we record it the week before it goes out yeah um but i think actually that one we recorded it like three days before and i was just very excited about it yeah we, it we just you're like i'm gonna just put it because we are i was expecting it to be february the first week in february and you're like i'm gonna just put it up now it sounds fine like I'm yeah, do it now. yeah and i was like great because we, we were excited and you know we had a really good conversation about the the season you season one of of you that's right and um it was still very thrilling to think about uh did give me nightmares and flashbacks from an old relationship i had but it was great yeah we (laughs) talked about some we i think we set the good a good foundation for for the kinds of things that we would be talking about and and the direction we want to go. Isn't it crazy to think that that was the craze at the time? Like was you, everyone was talking about you. Yeah. Right. And now it's tiger King, tiger King, which, which even now is sort of starting to like starting to fade away. Yeah. Um, So who knows what the next, next big one will be, but yeah, we, we talked about um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of deep uh, moments from that. Um. And then, uh, the very next, the next podcast. So at the at the time we started, we were releasing them every two weeks. Yes. Um. So the next one wasn't even until Valentine's Day. It wasn't. Um, which is kind of like crazy to think about. And we talked about, uh, high tea. Yeah. We talked about, uh, the origins of Valentine's Day and the silliness of all of the all of the um, what's the word I'm looking for uh like celebrations and things that happen that are that are silly yeah um i don't know what do you think um i mean about the valentine's day podcast or like my favorite moments just period um about the valentine's day podcast that one was good uh i think we had some good conversations that time um but like you know i'm just anything i'm passionate about obviously i think we have a good rapport there but yeah that one was good i really liked um i liked that one and i really liked how i met your podcaster it's probably my favorite episode. how i met your yeah, podcaster is my favorite episode uh we're gonna get there yeah. just give me a sec uh Are you <laughs> no going you're fine each one? yeah i'm just going one by one i'm just like reminding people get it. so and then the next one was don't even get me started which was oh that was good uh, that one was really good that it was, was a fun, fun. game uh, we shared a lot of of controversial opinions, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I was a sick boy for that. I don't know if you remember. You were, that was you the, were that a was, sick boy. That was the sick boy episode, Molly and sick boy. Um, it's true. And we shared such controversial opinion, <laughs> controversial opinions as garter belts are archaic, and yes. people d- getting drunk is a myth. Which I don't Thank know if you. I. If I hold to that anymore, um, I, I, I think I was sick and on drugs and wasn't thinking, guys. Yeah, alcohol is bad. Don't, don't take my word for it. Yes. Uh, you will get drunk. Stay safe. Molly can tell you. Yep. It's all about <laughs> science, guys. And you know, when it comes to things, I usually try to verge on the side of science. So. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we talk, and then. The world fell to pieces. Coronavirus yep. struck the nation. Oh, uh, <laughs> and we talked about that. We pretty much talked about like what was going on. Washing your um, hands. 
yeah, yeah, all of that. It, and and yeah. and and then we went into the dark times. Mm. We we had a couple of episodes that weren't exactly my favorite oh. when we talked about you know coronavirus and we talked yeah. about they released a bonus episode because we were like I was traveling. I was trying to like, figure out what was going on. Yeah. Um. Didn't didn't really know. It was a, it was a weird time. It was a crazy weird time. The bonus episode was fun though. The bonus episode was fun. It's good. And by the way, uh, spoilers. You guys are getting another bonus episode. Uh, the next one actually that comes out, I think, should be a bonus episode. Yep. Um, since this is a two hour one, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Um, give you, but we'll still give you some sweet uh, bonus content. Uh, next time, so look, be look be on the lookout for that. Um, including uh, you know. Uh, one time we tried to get the podcast running for like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> we could not figure out how it, how it works. So, um, so that bad. that that's a fun uh, yeah. thing. Anyway, uh, but then Molly and I, like the true heroes we are, <laughs> regrouped, we put our heads together, and we we're like, okay, yes. why don't we release one of these every week while we're in the virus? Let's fi- let's figure this shit out. Yep. And we did it. And so we, we came back with a force. We let you guys know how we even met. We yep. talked about some of our favorite moments. Uh, you know, you know, meeting each other and starting this podcast. You said that was one of your favorite episodes. Yes. Uh, do you have any like favorite just, moments from that episode or Um, just honestly, like it's hard to pick because like everything was like so good. I did like I know this sounds kinda narcissistic, but like when I was talking about my favorite quality about you. I just like the way I phrased it. And like, I'm like, there, that's it. Like, if you want to go back and like, really know how I truly feel about James, go to that, you know, yeah. like, um, and the uh, honesty questions were great, especially the ones you gave me. Like they, they were, <laughs> I know they made me sweat. <laughs> I was uh, like, Oh no, I don't know how to uh, answer this. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good. And yeah. then, we talked about which what uh, oh actually the next one was my birthday. Uh, it was that was episode. a good podcast too. That one was really fun too. We that talked about fun. sort of like our our birthdays that we've had in the past mm-hmm. and uh and talked about like you know birthday tropes and things that people do. It was a good episode. That that one where episode. that was the episode where I was like I think we are catching our stride again. We're getting we are. back into this yeah um the next one is one of my favorites actually the next two are, are some of my favorite episodes we we then talked about our experiences as musicians oh that was um, yeah that was being, good. you know b- failures and and um successes best performances worst performances um and i hadn't talked about music in any meaningful way you hadn't uh, i don't think you a, even said what instrument you played until that podcast i don't think i don't think so well and, no. and to be fair I don't know. I, I I think of myself more as a composer these days and less of a performer, so that's yeah. why I don't usually uh, say. But yeah. Um. But that one was a good episode, and then the next one was was one of my favorites too. It was the plague episode. Oh, the yeah. plague. Um. Shut up. <laughs> so, so that one, like, honestly, is one of my favorites, and I I said it then, and I will say it now. Don't be surprised if we do something like that again, because yeah. I love history. I love like. And Molly loves like morbid, crazy things that happen, uh, and combined they turn into interesting stories. They do. Um, I, uh, yeah, I do like the morbid. I don't check know. Check out the the Boston Massacre. I I so 
I was really proud of my telling of that. So yeah, um, there's my there's my probably favorite moment of the podcast so far. Um, yeah. And then the last one was pretty fun too. We did. Yeah. Molly likes Billie Eilish. You we um, <laughs> you know that I that's the hot help it. I love hot her. take from She's that episode. Great. Um, and uh, oh my god, I'm blanking. What did we do? <laughs> It was just last week. Uh, what did we do? What, yeah, what we did we do? We play the newlywed game. Newlywed awesome. game. That's right. That's right. And I know um, you better than you know me. That's true. By one point. point. By, one, by one point. By one point. Uh, so anyway, that... The, I don't know. I think looking back on it, we got a good catalog here. We got a good... good yeah. Um, we, good, good, we have a good run going on. We, we had a good run. Yeah. And now, play us out, Jim. <laughs> that, and and anyway but yeah it's 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 good and as we look toward the future as we look towards quote unquote season two of the podcast mm-hmm. we're hoping to uh get more engaged with you guys and hopefully you guys can get more engaged with us um because you know that's that's sort of the fun of this is connecting okay. with people telling stories um sharing our opinions hearing yours uh that's that's sort of what we aim for here um and on that note did you have anything else to say before we before i magically segue let's go on uh thanks for this opportunity you know you're the one that wanted to do this yeah no (laughs) (laughs) my life oh my god constantly filled with children (laughs) what do you want you want food Okay, give me one second. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Story talk- of your life. Get pop tar. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, I'm back. Yes, you are. Uh, <sighs> you were saying about me. You were. You were, uh, <laughs> you were saying something about me. Anyway, we're talking about me. Um. <laughs> yeah. Just like giving me this opportunity and um. You know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I get kind of lonely, and this is, like, an opportunity for me to just, like, talk to one of my best friends, you know, for, like, an yeah. hour. You're forced to speak to me, whether you like Molly, it or not. I granted you nothing. You <sighs> earned this through hard work and dedication mm. to this friendship. This is true. Uh, you know. I worked real hard. <laughs> I, I could have gone to the next friend. I could have gone with the second best friend. But no, I said yeah, my first me. best friend is the, is the person I'm going to ask. Speaking of, this I'm, this is kind of ramping. But like I, today has been, Allison and I have been Facebook friends for seven years. And <gasps> best friends for 12 years. Wow. I, <laughs> I was just telling you how you're mine. <laughs> Why is everyone leaving me? <laughs> I just want to recognize that, like, I, I just, you know, you and you and Allison and Catherine are like the most near and dear to my heart, and it's just, it's crazy to think that I've known her that long. Yeah, and uh, known Catherine um, since I was six. So when I, yeah, this is a couple years ago now at this point, but like when I first saw my like ten year friend anniversary on facebook with uh sarah michelson was the first person to to do this with uh shout out to you sarah um 10 years can you believe and that was a couple years ago now i think it's like 12 years now yeah of of friendship 
I it, um, I just someone told me they found out that Allison and I had been friends for seven years, and it was one of her other friends, and she was like, "Oh wow, you know, they say after seven years, we've been friends for eight years." She said, "After seven years, that means that you'll be friends for life," and I was like, "Yeah, it's probably true." It's true. And it's true. Uh, can I'm, you believe we're not even there yet? Molly, what? we got we got some work to do. We do. <laughs> we got a couple of years. Wait, we got. I was twenty, right? Yeah, I was twenty. Yeah, when I met you. So five years. Five years. Yeah, Wait, you're twenty five now. Twenty four. I'm twenty five. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it, it is insane. I am twenty five. Um, and it's not fair. <laughs> Why? Want to stay? Well, actually, I, I'm okay if I stay twenty five. Uh, I say twenty five. I'm I'm good. I'm golden. Uh, I don't want to be uh, James. I don't want to be 25. I I want to be way, way younger. 21 was Why? my prime. So, but you can't oh, you James, can't get reduced car insurance. James, I was a skinny legend at 21. I want to. You back can to still that. get back to that. In no, fact, I can't. <laughs> I need I need to as well. Like I'm telling you, when I go back to Georgia, uh, I'm committed to Working running out again or? like running again yeah oh, I'm go- i gotta get back into it because i've been stuck running so i've been cooped much. up here but you but it, you burn so many calories you lose so much weight running running like is one of the quickest ways because it, well, okay. like, it gets your heart rate up super fast this is the thing so like back when I, you remember you remember when i was like at my smallest like uh, yesterday yeah right <laughs> it feels like it and then i'm like that was like four years ago but it's not the weight, really, because, like, I'm, like, maybe 10 pounds away from what I used to be, and technically right. I was underweight, so I actually need to get a couple of right, pounds. Right, right. But, like, it's it's just, like, eating just destroy my abdomen. So it's, like, getting my core back, and it's really hard. And, like, I do all the exercises. And Tim, you know, he used to do football workouts, so he's, like, the mm-hmm. one telling me, like, what to do. He's like, yeah, your abs are gonna be the last thing you see a difference in, and it's just probably, really yeah. No, he said like everything else comes in. Like my shoulders are already getting more defined, and so are my legs. But my my <laughs> look at you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what I do. Um, uh, yeah, it, I hate it though. Every yeah, second, I need I need to get back into it. I I I hate it because I before COVID, I was going to the gym every day. I was, I was running. I was working yeah. out. It was, and now I've been pretty much a blob <laughs> haven't gone out and done anything it's not good it's not a good picture so I was, next I time was... you see me don't <laughs> no no my thing is well same i had i gained quarantine weight i'm not gonna lie like i yeah. because like before quarantine happened i was shopping at Trader joe's and i was like going dairy free mm-hmm. and sugar free and then and like no coffee and now right. i'm like back on it and i gotta I really gotta Get rid of it. especially the dairy the dairy like makes me like a little inflamed so right. i need it i need it like it messes with my skin and stuff and uh, you wouldn't know anything about that though Horless <laughs> man yeah. oh my god so jealous um, of your skin yeah but anyway yeah i'm gonna use the scene change as a like mental like things are changing now they kind are. of thing they are um do it so do it i believe in you i know i know anyway but yeah molly uh no prob. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for doing the podcast with me. I don't think I'd I'd rather do it with anybody else. Like Aww. it's um <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said I don't think. If you want me to think about it. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm the only option, okay? 
Uh, I mean, likely, very, very extremely likely. Thank you. Um, though, no, no, those. <laughs> That's it. Um, do you want me to kill you? Like, uh, you know, I'm just. I mean, no. Throw you into obviously, the flames. Obviously, yeah. Throw me into the flames, please. <laughs> Send to me. Uh, <laughs> oh um. God. Okay. Uh, anyway, I had a great segue yeah. before we talked about this, but now I don't. So, so, so the so next sorry. thing we're talking about, because um, we do want to connect with you guys, yeah. more, is we, we have a couple of Q&A questions. Yeah, y'all asked us some questions. We got to answer them. Yeah, yeah. Just just a couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into it. Molly, how many do you have? I have one, two... Three, four, five, six. What? Yeah. How'd you get six? Because my All right. friends love me. All right. Well, I guess you're telling two, and then I'll tell one, and you'll tell two, and I'll tell another one, and you'll tell your last two, <laughs> okay. I guess. All right. First question. All right. From let's go. my brother, actually. Uh, oh. James Kirkland. Um, the other James. Like uh, the inferior James. No. Whatever. He's precious in every way. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, do you believe there's a serial killer gene? Um. Okay. Do you want me to start? Sure. Uh. No. I. I don't. Um. I think that that I and and it depends on what you mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. some some people are like it's literally like a gene that's passed down mm-hmm. to like whatever. I don't think so. I think that there are circumstances that you are raised in that bring it that, up. That 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 that. You know, like obviously, if you were born and and your father was a serial killer, right. you know that's gonna be part of your childhood, right. and it's gonna be way harder for you to escape that to like to like separate that part of your mm-hmm. childhood and personality, mm-hmm. and so that's why I think that there's like, I don't know, and and the other thing is with the serial killers who aren't even like related, we see in their families, like in their upbringing, very similar stories, like almost. Like sometimes uncanny similarities in how these right. children were raised and how they like whatever. So I, I just think that it's well, it is... okay. I don't go on. I don't think there's a gene like that makes you a serial killer, but it has been proven that you carry like certain people will carry a gene that makes you have a propensity to get paranoid schizophrenia, which a lot of serial killers have or have bipolar disorder. Right. Uh, which Ted Bundy uh, had bipolar disorder. Yeah, I I want to caution. I want to step lightly on eggshells here because mm-hmm. because we, I want to be careful not to equate bipolar disorder people who have it. Oh no no no, that's not murderers. what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, right. when you especially with paranoid schizophrenia, unchecked, there's there's so you, many there there's so many things that can happen. It doesn't mean that it will happen. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, I, like yeah. A, no. A I, lot of paranoid schizophrenia is they just want to stay inside their house. They're just very like again. They're they're they're. Not, it doesn't mean that they're going to be inherently violent. You know what I'm saying? But, right. Yeah. And again, a lot of that does have to do with situation. And there are like certain points in your life where you're more susceptible to having a psychotic break. And if you carry the gene for that, then it's more likely for it to happen, but it doesn't mean that it will happen. Do you get yeah. What yeah. And, and I think that, like, hold on. Let me. Sorry, I was adjusting the mic. I think that, like, again, I, I try to be very, very careful. Like, yes, you're right that yeah. certain mental uh, um, uh, 
ailments, disorders, can correlate and can 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 make easier, make you more susceptible to like certain uh, tendencies. Right. But and and it doesn't mean that it will. Right. I, I I'm like very careful to be like I don't equate those no, two things. And also not. like that's not the quote unquote murder gene. That's maybe like a bipolar gene. Right. That that's what I'm saying. Like when people yeah. say that there's a serial killer gene, there's not. No. That's I think all that's all circumstance. Like that's all yeah uh, and again like a lot of and it just because like most serial killers do have some type of psychosis or right, uh, right. mental disorder or mental illness like that right. but it's unchecked like almost every time they they've done nothing to, to yeah. deal with it they're usually undiagnosed and yeah. so you know like that doesn't mean that if you have bipolar disorder or paranoid schizophrenia that you can't live a normal life you totally can like and it doesn't mean that you're going to be violent even if it is unchecked it's just some people and again i think it has to do more with circumstance like if they have abuse in their home or sexual assault or right stuff like that that usually and they also say for some reason like if you like a lot of serial killers will have like head injuries early in life mm-hmm. and Eden has hit his head a lot He's like, I've been so telling what? you I've been, I've been telling you I'm just I'm saying like, oh no uh, anyway yeah just <laughs> so saying. there you go Thank, thanks for that James yeah uh, good question when we yeah. that's something that we can definitely explore more uh, when we in have season our, two. our true c- crime um, podcast oh my god I'm so yeah, excited me too. Uh, me too, maybe so. potentially you oh, didn't yeah. hear anything it's a mm-hmm. secret <laughs> Um, all right. What's your next question? Okay. And then I get to ask one. What self-care activities do you uh, pick yourself up after a rough day? This is also from James. This is from Ashley Nicholson. Oh, hey, Ashley. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for uh, asking. Yeah. Um, what, repeat the question. What, what are some, um, what self-care activities do you pick yourself up with after a rough day slash week? Self-care activities. Um, Well, usually if it's like a rough day or a rough Mm -hmm. week, I just want to like disconnect, right? Like I just want to like, yeah, like whatever. You you have a limit that you reach. Yeah, exactly. Shut down mode. And and unfortunately for me, uh, making music is still work for me. You know, right. so like I usually don't turn to that. Occasionally I will. And if I do turn to music, it's like I'm I'm performing other people's mm-hmm. you know, songs. Like I'll play some somebody else's song on guitar and like I'll, I'll try to make it make make myself feel better. Right. Um, or just like listen to, to music. Um, but like you said, I think even in the last podcast, like you listen to music to make yourself feel worse. Yeah. And I think that to, to a degree, sad, I, yes, <laughs> to a degree. Uh, excuse me to a degree i think i do that as well yeah um what i truly do probably more than anything like on like um like straight to is like i'll watch like youtube videos probably i think that's probably hmm. like the thing that i do hmm. i'll just like let myself go down a just rabbit go hole go into a on, rabbit hole on, on youtube, on YouTube and, yeah you know for me um, go on yeah um i i have this skincare kit called hot date from um drunk elephant Ooh. and i'll wash my face and put the the oil on and it just seeps in my baby feels my face feels like a baby and then i'll take like a nice 
like hot bath or shower. If I have a bath bomb, I use that. Um, and then put my restoration lip care on and then I chill. Like I'll either like drink a cup of coffee and read or, um, you know. Wow. (laughs) Your stuff sounds way more. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Like, and I'll, I'll do, I'll do my stretches. So I have like, wow. So like Molly, the the paragon of, of, (laughs) of self-help. No, for real. Um, wow, I gotta yeah. get on your routine. And if I'm anxious, I exercise. If I like if I've been anxious, right. I'll exercise. It gets a lot of that nervous energy out and yeah, but then I'll I'll you know, I'll do my stretches and you know, either right. cuddle with Enan or Tim and that's my self care. Uh wow. Yeah. Well, look at you. Uh hey, ignore my answer. <laughs> Just listen to Molly. <laughs> I used to, well, this is the thing. And again, I'm bringing Allison into this. I started having really bad panic attacks when um things start getting stressful between me and my ex high school boyfriend. And um, just like really bad panic attacks to the point where I like I couldn't do anything. And one night I was just like was at my wit's end and I text Allison. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I like I can't even move. I can't even get out of my bed. Like I feel horrible. And those were a lot of those things I just listed were things that she told me to do to help with my anxiety. And so now it's like part of my routine now. And I, I rarely have anxiety attacks now. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Part of that was just like getting out of an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, of course, of course. But and then they got really bad again when I started as a performance major at GSU. <laughs> right. Um constant um, anxiety. Well well cool. Thank yeah. uh well I mean not not that's not cool. Uh no. but <laughs> thank you, but Allison. thank yeah, thank uh yeah, thanks Allison. Also thanks Ashley for, yes. for sending in that question. Yeah. Uh for us. You're awesome. Yes. Um. All right. So now my turn. I get to ask my one question. Fine. Uh, <laughs> um. Technically, this person sent in two questions, but I think only okay. one of them was a serious question. Okay. Uh. So I'll ask what I think is the serious question. If you and if you're curious, then we'll ask the not serious question. Fun. I'm uh, down later. With both. Let's do um. It. So this one comes in from Margie Hayes. Hey. Uh, what's up? Um. So she asks. Why are we so intrigued by cringe humor? Uh, isn't that a great question, that right? That's a good question. Um, um, part of it is just like, it's like a train wreck, you know? It's like, I can't look away. And the, and the other part, I think, is like, we've all been cringy sometime in our life, you know? Right, right. And it's, it's comforting to know that other people are like that. And right. I don't know, like a lot of people, especially in American culture, that that uncomfortableness that comes with cringe humor is humorous for some reason. Like, it's just like, you know, right, but what's the reason? That's the that's the that's the nugget here. Yeah, what? I I think I think I think part of it is just like, you know, we live in a very uh, there was a lot of taboo on a lot of things. And mm-hmm. it's it's fun being a little you know pushing little rebellious little rebellious yeah Yeah, and and like you know if there's a taboo on something and you talk about it it makes it funnier which is why i think you know shows are so funny because you're not supposed to talk about them (laughs) and that's why i'm like oh i want to talk about it because it's funny 
to be because right. you're not allowed to talk about it. So, like, you know, like, The Office is, like, a great example of cringe humor. Oh, my God. Great Scott example. Scott <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. Scott I can... One of the I, greatest scenes in cinematic history. That's, that that's a great uh, <laughs> episode. That's that's a great example of a thing that a like pushes humor. it pushes it right to the limit of what in your what life, I can withstand. You're uncomfortable at the same time. You're like, this is the funniest thing. And the only thing is, is like, you're you're laughing at it, but if you went through it, it would be the worst experience of your life. You know right. what I mean? Um, there, there, I, I believe in all people, there is a, you know, at least a small, if not huge, uh, you know, schadenfreude element to, to everybody. Um, do you, are you familiar with this term schadenfreude? Um, no. Uh, so it is a German word that. Don't act like you're better than me. No, it's, I'm not. Uh, (laughs) but it's, it's a German word, uh, that means deriving pleasure from other people's pain. They have a word for that. It's, it's so yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like the modern version of like watching the Three Stooges. Yeah, um, it's and the more I think, like the the thing that that separates the Three Stooges, which was just like um, sort of slapstick, yeah, slapstick yeah. comedy to yeah. cringe comedy is like cringe comedy usually digs deeper into like things that could actually happen to people right like right and and that's You're, what makes most it like people aren't gonna get someone's not gonna put two fingers into your eyeballs and then yeah right totally fine afterwards you know and, and cringe humor is usually more situational than it is yeah. like an action it's like the situational know? version of slapstick you know what i'm saying like it's right. like you can tell it's very uncomfortable it's causing someone a lot of pain or embarrassment and you just like you start laughing yeah and because I, it's not us right we feel <laughs> like well, and, and the thing is well for me at least like when i see something happen to someone in real life that's embarrassing like yeah. i i'm immediately like oh no like you need help but at the same time i like want to laugh my butt off so hard but i don't right. because like you know i want to try and be nice to them like and i get secondhand embarrassment but at the same time, I'm like, I really just, I want to laugh. And I think part of that is just like, because you want the embarrassing thing to go away. So yeah. you're like, let's laugh it off. You know? Uh, it's true. Yeah. Uh, side Sidebar, we could yeah. do a whole episode on lexical gaps because I think it's a, it's a fascinating topic. Things like schadenfreude. We don't have a word for that in, in English. So we yeah. just have to use the word schadenfreude I love um, it. for it. We can do that. Sidebar. Yeah. Sidebar over. Uh, thanks for that question, uh, Margie Hayes. Thanks Thank for sending you. that one in. Uh, we may or may not get to your other question in a minute here. We've got yeah, some, we've got we've got the time for it. All right, so you got two more questions. Um. Okay. I have four questions from Allison. So. Oh, great! Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, Allison. Look yeah. at you, true she, friend of the podcast. She really is. She's you've earned me yourself. Always. Uh a feature on one of our episodes in the future oh, oh my god just put throwing yeah. under the book there whoa guess number um, one yeah maybe we'll see nurse uh, allison okay. uh anyway what, what she got um let me start with this one when have you felt the most alive uh you want me to answer first yeah i think that probably i felt the most alive uh mutare like mm. hands down and i know like it's going to become a thing where i'm like old and crotchety and i look back on this thing that i did in college but like mutare yeah. probably was 
like the most life affirming, career affirming. um, I was on top of the world. It was a great opportunity to just like write all this music that was very meaningful to me and actually hear it Mm -hmm. come to life. Um, uh, That that's where, you know, that that was it. That was it for me. Mm. What you got? Um, okay. So for me, like, you know, I've had some pretty crazy experiences. Yeah. Um, and I, a few years ago, I would have had a totally different answer because I'm such a romantic, but now it's like, none of that was like, it was smoke and mirrors. So it wasn't like, (laughs) right. I'm just going to be honest. Fair enough. So now, honestly, like right now, like I'm finally at a place where, uh, you know, I I think I have a better outlook on life and like it's not naive because I was very naive for a long time and like it's more realistic, right. but I'm like truly happy. Like it's not a it's not a running high on emotions. It's not a up and down type thing. Like it's more of a constant thing. Right. And like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm where I want to be now. Like I'm getting married to Tim and we have Enan and. You know, right, we're starting our life together, and it's just it's great. Aww, yeah. Uh, well, good. Thanks for that, Allison. <laughs> yeah. And now to Allison. <laughs> right. Um, what's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, you take this one first. Let me think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, first time the I smile saw... on your baby boy's face. Yeah, no, the first time I ever saw you, man. Yeah, easy, easy answer for yeah. you. It was life changing. Uh, uh, the the moment I laid eyes on Katie Conway. Oh! Love you, babe. <laughs> what a cop out! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, she is very pretty. So, so, so there you go. Well, and okay, so let's let's both. Mm-hmm. not pick let's pick a, a not low-hanging fruit answer oh. for that as well let's let's try let's try to like think like okay. of a of a non like obvious cop-out answer Ooh, here something that will always stand out in my mind yeah. is so it's kind of complicated when i explain it so okay let's do it i have this friend i'm just gonna shout him out right now josh lady okay. okay i've okay. known josh and his family since i was like an infant right and we grew up together. We were so comfortable around each other. Like, we'd go to their house and walk in the door without even telling them that we're coming. We're like that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, spent the night at each other's house all the time. They moved up to New Hampshire when Josh was like, I want to say he was like 13. And Sam, my older brother Sam and Josh are like best friends. Right. And, you know, you move that far away, you're probably not going to last, you know? When you're both 13, you're probably not going to be friends for life after that. And just two years ago, Josh calls Sam and is like, I want you to be my best man at my wedding. And we we go up to New Hampshire. It's in in someone's backyard of like literally like their mansion. And they have a lake. And it had been raining for two days straight before this wedding. It's supposed to be outside. And like an hour before the wedding, the clouds lift. You can see the sun set. And the clouds over the the lake, and the and it's just beautiful, like one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to. And Sam wow. is walking up there with Josh, and he just like pats his shoulder, and they look at each other and smile, and I start crying because it was like 
<laughs> it wasn't. Wow. I mean, like, because they've been friends literally since they were both, like, I'm not even kidding you, like, six years old. They've been best friends that long. And they, wow. like, they traversed through Josh being in New Hampshire for years. And then he would come down to Georgia once he finally got his license, he came down to Georgia every few years just to see Sam. And it's just like the most beautiful bromance I've ever seen. And it just touched me so deeply. And I was just like, start crying. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't have one that good. <laughs> <laughs> My, our I whole family know. was crying. Her, His family was crying. And everyone, like Leah, that's his wife, which she's amazing, wonderful person. But she was like, wow, y'all got really emotional over Josh and I getting married. And I didn't know Leah that well. And I was like, no, girl. Like, I'm very happy for you, obviously. But it's, it's not about you right now. <laughs> I'm crying because wow. of Josh and Sam. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, I, the thing is with me, mm-hmm. visu- like, the, the question is, what's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? Uh, if it was just, like, the most beautiful thing, I, could, like, I might have a couple of things. But, like, mm-hmm. visual stuff doesn't stimulate me in like the ways that like sound does or mm-hmm. like ideas do, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me. It's hard for me to be like, well, this thing was so beautiful. Cause I, I don't know if I've ever like really, nothing has ever struck me that way. Really? Um, you know, I, I can think of a, of a couple of times that I was like in awe of, of things. Like when I saw the eclipse, mm-hmm. when I uh, saw the mountains for the first time, I still really? sort of remember it when I was a child. Um, you know, seeing snow for the very first time as a Floridian was like huge for me. Yeah. Um, but none of it was like beautiful, right? Like it was just like kind of like wow, wow. Cool. like 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 I'm in awe of this thing. Um. So I don't know. <laughs> I I know I like pushed to like have a not cough out answer. Yeah. And, and then answer with another one. cough out answer. <laughs> um. I don't know. That's that's but that's that's the truth. There you oh, go. That's okay. Katie, All right. It is. You're uh, a lucky yes. girl, Katie. <laughs> all right so well you're lucky too she's she's pretty so you know go uh, you well, yeah. uh anyway let's uh so i have a question now yeah uh this one comes in uh from kelly parks uh my bestie it's not molly anymore it's kelly <laughs> <laughs> how um, dare you kelly and i have been friends for a long 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 time so mm-hmm. um she you know we have a close relationship Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly has known me longer, um, and you can't take Damn. that away from her. Um, I'm gonna try I, my hardest. I know, I know. Hey, where you at, don't, Kelly? Don't. Where you at? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Parks, what's up? She asks, "What's y'all's favorite place to be?" Um, oh, so there you go. Like somewhere, so, like our favorite place to go. Yeah, favorite place to be, like period. Just like what, what is, and so it's not a, pl- a place you would want to be, right? Like it's places that we have been to, and it's a place that we like the place we right be, yeah right you know um yeah. so many places um, um i mean like again i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna think harder about it but like okay. i'm like home you know like yeah. wherever home is is just yeah. where i want to be like constantly all, all the time Aww. even when i if i if i travel somewhere that's like oh my god this place is amazing yeah uh i uh um I just want to be home. I sorry, I paused because I was like, wait a second. I thought of a very beautiful uh thing that I've actually seen. And um sorry, I'm gonna rewind. Um it, it was it was seeing like 
it was driving through the Appalachian Mountains to go They're to Pittsburgh. Beautiful. Aren't they beautiful? Um, and we drove the whole way up. And, so and gorgeous. It, it was honestly one of the most yeah. beautiful things. We stopped. Like, they, they have a couple of those scenic, like, you know, places where you can pull off and see, like, a scenic view of, of like, the mountains and the valleys and everything. Mm-hmm. God. And the, the great thing about it is we were driving up, you know, it was October, November, something mm-hmm. like that. So some some of the places are still like the leaves are changing and then you get, you know, above a certain line when you get into like West Virginia where the trees are all dead and everything. Mm -hmm. And something about like seeing it go from like green to like colorful to like like beautiful. It's really it's gorgeous. So there we go. If you liked if you like that, you would like New Hampshire. It's so gorgeous. You you have you have told me. Ridiculous. It's the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah. Anyway, not to skip on your question, Kelly Parks. Uh (laughs) home. Um but uh honestly being up there in those mountains i'd 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 probably do that again i'd probably like i'd i'd like to be there Um, i want to say so i spent um i spent a a couple i've gone to new hampshire a couple times and uh particularly lake winnipesaukee and it's beautiful everyone there is right. super nice and the way of life is just different if i if there is anywhere else that i could live i would live there for sure wow yeah um so the question is a place you want to be and i mm-hmm. and i do have to drop this one and you're going to be like well james what an alcoholic i can't <gasps> believe you um oh are you talking about the bar that you used to go to the in point. Atlanta? i the point? yep i it, i don't know there's something friends? it's all my friends they're they're like a and they they may feel differently about me to be honest but like it's they're like a second family to me like that place really is like i don't know i I feel i feel at home there so it's not about the drinking it's about the camaraderie no it it really is like to to be true um if you're ever there check it out love them they're closed right now but yeah (laughs) obviously back to it (laughs) um uh, anyway, uh, thanks so much for that question, Kelly Parks. Yeah, uh, thank you. Good, good, good on you. Okay. Um, okay, let's go. Uh, what's one thing you wish you never heard? This is from Allison again. One thing I wish I never heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that on the podcast. Oh my god. Oh Same. my god. I can, there's there's <laughs> there's definitely some things where I heard it and immediately I was like torn apart. Um. Yeah. What a what a shitty question, Allison. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't say that. Hey, <laughs> I know, I know. Leave that I know. out. You never talked to my friend I, I know. That it's, way. it's it's true, Allison. Uh, um, uh, I don't I don't believe that you're wonderful. Um, but I can't answer this question honestly. Um, I on, I honestly cannot answer the question. I'm thinking of a few things. Um mm, Here's one thing I, that I can say. There's a couple. Yeah. That I just cannot say, but right. there's one I can't say. I was um, in a bad place, in a bad mm-hmm. relationship, right? And uh, I was walking to the movie theater with my ex, and um, I said something, or he said something to me, and I hit his arm, and he grabbed my arm. I thought oh, he was going to break it, and he said. You ruin everything. Yeah, I guess. Uh, to this day, James, those words haunt me. I wish I never heard it because 
even though we were both basically kids, didn't know what we were doing, and I'm sure he didn't mean that in the way I took it, or maybe he did, I don't know. It haunts me. Whenever I fall short or whenever I, I, I feel like I quote-unquote mess something up, immediately that comes to mind. Immediately. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can tell, like, so the question is, like, the worst thing I've ever heard. I yeah. mean, like, I, I guess we're answering the worst things we've ever been told <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever. Um, though the worst thing I've ever heard is not something that was told to me. It was just something I, I did hear. Um, but I can, I have a similar one and I don't yeah. mind telling it cause I, okay. you know, hate this person. <laughs> so I don't care. Um, oh, but, uh, an, an ex, uh, even before, and this should have been like red flag number one, before we even started dating, like I was trying to like, you know, you know, see if we could start dating. Right. And her words to me were, uh, yeah, but there are people that love me better, bro. Uh, and I, oh my God. And I, I, that sent me reeling. James, sent me reeling. Have... Oh, um, and I, and I, and then continued to date You're her. Like, for... hmm, let me lower my self-esteem a little oh bit. Oh my God. <laughs> my she, God. That, that's probably one of the worst things that has ever been told to me ever, wow. ever. Um, so anyway, uh, next question. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, Real for that. heavy. Great question, Allison. Yeah. Wow. Um, um. Okay. What's uh What's a stranger that you still remember? Like, what encounter with a stranger that you never seen before or after that you remember? With a stranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have one? Let me think. I mm-hmm. probably do, but let me. Um, yeah. Yo, you go ahead. Let me think. Okay. Um, so I was walking to, uh, Florence Cuplift by Florence Hall, mm-hmm. uh, from Cuplift, and I was crossing the street to get to Cuplift from the Rialto. Wait, hold on, but it's no pause. Mm-hmm. I, I can't let you go on like this. Cuplift? Sorry. Why are Why you saying? Say? I don't Why? know. Bro, I'm like barely here, okay? I don't know. Plague? Plague. Cuplift. <laughs> Cuplift? <laughs> what is happening to me? Oh my god. My sorry. Was... is coming back. Um, oh okay. no, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not okay. needing to point out no, your right. horrible speech impediment. Shut um, up. <laughs> you know, I was in speech therapy for like. I know, I know. Years. I'm sorry. I re- I, it's I, a real thing. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, re- I really am. I'm, I'm... It's okay. Anyway, uh, so I'm I'm crossing the street. And uh, this guy was, I thought he might have been following me. And then I pick up the pace a little bit and he like starts running. And then I start running. And um, he starts saying some really inappropriate things to me as I'm running. Uh, And so I run into the deli and the guy standing at the hostess stand was like literally like could have been out of like a, a mobster movie like his name was probably Vinny very attractive and he sees me run in and he's like is that guy bothering you and I was like yeah I mean he he's just you know crazy probably you know it's Atlanta who knows and he's like well you want me to go out there and say something to him I'm like no no it's fine he's like you can wait here as long as you want you know I'm gonna go outside and talk to him he went outside and the guy ran off but like he was just like really nice to me and i don't know i i still remember that right yeah. um i it's 
I don't know. I, I Stranger danger is a thing for me, so I don't really like <laughs> strangers <laughs> no trying like to interact with me. I run, usually. <laughs> Um, one one thing I can remember in pretty recent memory that that really was sort of impactful for me mm-hmm. was uh, me trying to fly back down for Valentine's Day uh, mm-hmm. recently, like this past Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and my flight had been delayed. So it was like a connecting flight thing, mm-hmm. um, and my flight, my first flight had been delayed into my second flight, and like I was going to make it, and then the only flights available were the next day, and I would have missed Valentine's Day. Um, wow. so I was freaking out about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the airport and see if they can do something. And I was like in a panic. I was like, I was like, uh, I didn't know what to do. I, I was like really panicky about it. And I went up to the uh, flight attendant lady at the desk and this is in New York, mind you. So like at first she was like, you know, can't help you. Sorry. Right. whatever. And I was like, I was like, just like, she, I was visibly distraught. I was like, right. Please, can you, so just a little background. My flight was to DC and then the DC flight was down to where I needed to actually go. Right. I was like, can you, can you just like get me to Atlanta? Can you just like, I'll drive the rest of the way. Like, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that and she like stopped and like looked at me and she's like, okay, okay. You know what? Let me help you out here. And like, she, Aww. she, oh my God, I can't even believe it. It was like very kind. She like looked up for a minute. And she's like, I'm trying to get you this, this seat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then she got it for me. And she's like, there's a flight leaving for DC right now run through the line they're gonna be very mad at me for doing this for you um but just go just get on it go that is so sweet and and i and i will never forget that i was like i was like i almost brought to tears i was was like oh my god thank you so much and she she was like kindness yeah like goes so it just goes a long way it really does before I, i said this and i think in our friendship podcast like you don't waste anything like being kind to someone else you know no not at all it's great um yeah so there you go that's our q a guys um wow yeah fun our first time baby's first q (laughs) uh it's true um i'm also realizing Mm. um so i sent a quick like text to somebody to see if i can get one last question in uh, and I realized I was texting them from my work phone, and they probably have no clue who I am. I just right. said, "Quick, ask me a question to ask on my podcast," and they might not know who I am. Like, what the heck? Let me ask uh, the Margie's joke question, and let's oh, see if okay. we can if we can conjure up anything from this <laughs> before right. we move on to 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 the part two of this. Um, let's do it. Um, hold on, I gotta clarify this text. Sorry, this is this is James. Sorry, this was from my work phone you don't have to to say it out loud oops oopsie poops Um, oh no Uh uh-uh no sir oopsie poopsie don't 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 say that in front of me um okay so we we can we can decide whether or not we want to do anything with this question because it really is a a question it's a margie hayes question do it um the question is are you ready yeah why is Nicolas Cage? Why is Nicolas Cage? Why um, is Nicolas Cage? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> let's is, let's get into is, it. He really is an enigma, for sure. You know what? What always shocks me, always, mm-hmm. that he is an Oscar winner for Best Actor. He yeah, has won the Oscar for Best Actor. Yes. And he- to be fair, like I'm going to be real with you, mm-hmm. National Treasure. 
I'm there for it. You it's know? a classic. Like, it's a his, cult classic. Some some of his older movies, I'm in. Yeah. I'm there. But no, I think this is the thing. Either Nicolas Cage is really good or just really bad. Well, here's the thing. I think that he is so much a product of his time mm-hmm. and his style. I mean, and there were a lot of actors and actresses who were, who actually were like this, right? Like who are very mm-hmm. much a product of their time in like the 80s, 90s. Right. And then the times changed and people's tastes changed and the, the humor changed and people were right. like, this is kind of cringy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how well, we ever liked is, this guy. Like, he, I was like, you know, like actors like that who aren't conventionally handsome because I don't think he's like right wildly yeah. attractive. I'm like, they have to give off a certain energy to get cast so many it's times. True. It's so true. So I think he probably does give off like I don't know BDE or something because like he keeps on like in National Treasure, he was not cute, and he ends up getting it with this like insanely hot chick it's true and it's like i don't he know like, in his writer though <laughs> right right um probably no it's it's just and I, I can name a few actors who are like that that just like aren't really that cute but like give off like this energy that you're just insanely attracted to like adam driver my god Adam Driver, man. Anyway. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. <laughs> Adam Driver drives me crazy. You He's... can drive me anywhere. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh my God! Like I, when I, I when I saw him in Star Wars, I was like, "Who is this man?" Oh my God! So I, the, I heard of him. No, 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 no. no. Pause. Pause on mm-hmm. that. When he took off his helmet in oh, Star man. Wars, the very first. No, 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 no. You're saying, "Oh man." Oh. I laughed out loud. I was like, "This guy, this is the bad guy." guy? I thought he, I thought he looked Slowly so. Fell in love with him. I like like his his. I was like, "This mask is so men." And mind you, like this is before we ever saw who this guy was, right? Right. And you're thinking, um, "This." Guy I was like, "This guy is so menacing and yeah. scary." And he took yeah. off his mask. I was like, "A fucking child <laughs> is the bad guy." Are you serious? No, and then he took and then off you're his right. Helmet, and I was like. I think it was the hair, really. Like, if you have good yeah. hair, that goes a long way with me. Sure. And I was just like, "Ooh, what, what, what do we have here? What is this? Hello." Um, I he, yeah, I don't know. He's but I you're right. Grew on me. I love him in that every energy. role he's been in. Oh, uh, what is that guy's name that plays in Colony? He also played in Lost. He he was the one that gave everyone I haven't seen nicknames. Either. I haven't seen either of those. My God, Colony is actually really good. I would sure very much compel you to watch it. Like it's good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know his name. If you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh yeah!" Like he plays in like a lot. Is it Nicolas Cage? No, no, because that's what this question's about. (laughs) No, it's not. But he he gives off that energy too, where I'm just like, "That's my baby daddy for sure." Right. Um, Here's a hot take for you. hmm. Uh. I know you're trying to conjure up the name of this person, but here's a hot take for you. What? I don't think I've ever seen a Nicolas Cage role that I didn't like. Really? I was like, you know, like where I, like I watch the movies, and I'm like, well, actually, that's not necessarily true. Ghost Rider, I think, is is Ghost the worst Rider I've ever is seen. Awful. Is awful. Is very very um, bad. I don't like Con Air. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Um, he has the long hair. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are a couple. I mean, he has long hair in The Magician's Apprentice um too that okay that movie granite is like kind of cheesy but like yeah it's still for me 
it's fine. I think it's, it's I think it's a fun movie still because like I mean it's definitely like something I I watched yeah. it as a as a kid and I was like this is awesome. You know, it's him, it's not like adult humor at all. Yeah. It was meant for kids. So him in Next, him in National Treasure, him mm-hmm. in Wicker Man. Fine. You know, right. and of course he has that cringy moment in Wicker Man where like but like it was a product of its time, you know? Right. Right. Um it's good it's he, fine when he hits kathy bates in the face I uh i think so maybe yeah I, th- I think i think i think that, that is it. there's a there's a there's a lot of cringy moments from that yeah he, um like, where he goes crazy he has those yeah. bug eyes he yeah goes, he just, eh. like, yeah um anyway so there there you go so why is nicholas cage i don't know the world may never know the 90s maybe the 90s. the 90s is yeah, why the, the 90s, 90s is 80s why. 90s that's is why, why nicholas cage Thanks for that question, Margie. Um, all right. Well, there you go. There's our Q and A yeah. for the day. You ready? Um, I I think I think we're ready, but but we gotta take a break here. We gotta okay. take because this is probably gonna be the end of part one. Yep. Uh, so guys, thanks for listening to this part one. Uh, no outro music for you. You. We're good. We're just gonna roll right into the next one. So cue yeah. it up. We're gonna be on the three count. One, two. two.